0: This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant
1: Spotify. Conditions apply. This
0: episode is brought to you by eBay. This Father's Day, celebrate the guy who always makes the time. With Rolex, Omega, Breitling, and more. Find modern and vintage watches with the authenticity guarantee at ebay.com. Uh, today, I welcome uh, Tucker from Thursday, Get Involved, and I Hate Our Freedom. Um, so, Tucker, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, nice to be here.
0: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I would love to know um, the first band that you saw and you're like, I want to play music. What What was that
1: band? Oh, geez, man. i <laughs> I'll tell you what, my first show that I ever went to was the Bouncing Souls and Yuppie Side. That is a horrible start. (laughs) (laughs) And I I remember waiting in line and seeing, like, outside the city of gardens and seeing the singer Yuppie Side walking by with a crazy, scary mask on. And I was, like, 13 or 14 years old, and I was like, wow, this is going to be, I'm terrified that this is going to be amazing.
0: That is awesome.
1: Yeah, just seeing, you know, I went for the Bouncing Souls. never really heard of of Yuppie Side, but turned out to be a fan of Yuppie Side after that show. So, I I mean, just seeing how the crowd was and and the way, like, kind of, like, hardcore music, you know, just there there was no stage, almost. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, which I always thought was really cool.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, I got exposed to that. Um, That was the, I grew up in Vermont. There wasn't, like, a huge shows. There weren't, you know, a lot of bigger bands. So the hardcore bands from New York and Boston were the bands that you saw. And it was that kind of, these guys were walking by you. It wasn't that MTV like behind the closed door. They were there walking and selling you merch after. It was a yeah. it was so opening. Were there other kind of shows that you were like, This is it? I wanna you know, this is something that you know, I wanna play drums or I wanna, you know, be in
1: bands? Well, I mean like definitely as bands like Smith case and um, with this hardcore band called Vision it was one of my favorites always. You know, I'd always go see them, and I always just wanted to do what, exactly what they were doing. Like, mm-hmm. People were jumping at the stage, trying to grab the microphone to sing along. and I was like, "Wow, this—that's got to feel so awesome!" Yeah, you know, to actually be up there and have people want to give back to you so much, you know, because you're giving everything to them, you know.
0: Yeah, and um, and you you mentioned in another interview, uh chokehold. Um, yeah I'm a huge chokehold fan um, oh, got to see them and I had never i hands down I've, i' I'm actually a connoisseur of breakdowns and I'd love to chat about breakdowns as well <laughs> um I, in college I used to do a top 10 breakdowns of the year um, on my radio wow. show and no uh,
1: breakdowns not music right what no breakdowns not music exactly like if you don't have a <laughs> breakdown
0: I really i don't really care so chokehold you know they had these, cra- and they were so, like, there was so much time in between each note that oh, yeah. it was almost like a strobe light that was super slow uh, yeah. <laughs> when you saw them. What other, uh, you know, were there other, um, you know, bands like that that you dug, or even, you know, what what kind of captivated you with, with Chokehold?
1: I, I, well, speaking of Chokehold, I, I just, I feel like almost every song was an entire breakdown. <laughs> You know what I mean? I love the, the, you know, sludginess of it and the slowness, you know, I just I it was really heavy and powerful. I, I really like Bloodlet, too, yep. back in the day. They're another one of the, the uh, full song breakdown uh, bands. Um, Ink and Dagger. Ink and Dagger always did it for me. They're one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, um, that I mean that era with initial that was they were so hot then with you know the crazy uh, fest yeah. stuff and God you would think if it was like happening today what that would have been or I don't know I always I, know, I would I, I would
1: explode I'll tell you right now I mean <laughs> I remember seeing seeing Lincoln Dagger like at the the uh, first Unitarian Church in Philly and they had the strobes going and the fucking face paint and it was just insane. And they were awesome. And he looked crazy, sounded crazy. The band was, you know, all the dissonant, crazy chords that are playing awesome. You know, it's just there was nothing like it. And there's still nothing like it to me. And you know?
0: I mean, that era too was a lot of basement shows, and that's where I got yeah. to see a lot of bands. What, you know, that was big in in New Jersey, and I'm sure Long Island, and there were a few um, where I grew up and in, in the Northeast. Uh, what were some of your favorites, and what was kind of the you know, it kind of had a little bit f- different feel to it because you felt like you were, I don't know, not doing something wrong, but obviously there's only so many people that can get down to a basement.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, totally. There's always that thing of like, oh man, are they going to call the cops? You know, like, is it dog? You know, what's going on? Um, but I, I, you know, I, I saw so many awesome things in like in basements in Brunswick, like hot water music at the drive in. You know, save the day. I mean, when we when we started Thursday, we just started a band so we can play in this basement. And only so that's the only reason why we started because we wanted to play with some of these bands in that basement. Wow. So it, it was weird to go from like going to all these shows to like actually playing in them. Yeah. So it's kind of kind of both sides of the coin. Wild, you know what I mean?
0: And then that time too, and we I've talked about this with a lot of other people, and I'd love your take and you were able to play with a hardcore band, a post-hardcore band, an emo band. And yes, maybe they didn't have the labels attached to them, but they were, you know, a softer band, a harder band. And I don't know, maybe I just wasn't paying attention or I wasn't jaded yet. But it it seems now the shows are, this is the genre, this is what everything's playing, and this is what you're going to listen to. Um, And I just felt those shows were more it was like you could get exposed, you know, if, I mean, there was a snap case dashboard tour.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so what, what, I don't know your thoughts on that or kind of then and now and what, you know, why the, why did, why did that all work? I mean, I mean, I felt a lot of them all came from hardcore. They just kind of went in different
1: areas. Well, the cool thing about it, I feel like, uh, you know, because it was hardcore and because you hear hear this music on, on TV or on the radio, you know, like a, a, a tour and had to do it without the internet back then, all that stuff. You know, so it was just like, oh, can we get on a show tonight at your in your basement? Like we're coming through town, so it was like very last minute. So kind of like people had to, you know, play together that wouldn't normally play together. You know, which was I really cool, but also also uh, um, it just just the fact of. Uh, when when we did Thursday, when we, started, we always wanted to do those kind of shows, where we would take out bands that we liked. You know, we would do a Thursday Converge show, you know, and maybe the next day do a Thursday Dashboard. You know, just kind of that whole, it was a way to discover music, like you said, that you couldn't do ever again. You know, just because there was there was no internet, there was no nothing, no radio, no nothing like that that these bands played
0: on. And you would went you went to the show, and you would be like, okay, this band just played. I would get their record, and you would sit there and read the thank yous, and that was that was your Wikipedia. That was your, totally. you know, find. Okay, well, Madball loves Agnostic Front. I don't know about them. I'm going to learn. And then you find out about Murphy's Law, and then you find you know, it's like you start snowballing. Crazy. Um, and you
1: also, you also like get to know where they're from. You know, it's like, wow, this band's from you know. Like, say, at the drive-in, like, wow, they're from El Paso, Texas. Where the hell is that? What's that about? You know, and it's, like, kind of makes you feel more, makes you feel closer to the band almost.
0: Yeah, and I felt there was kind of this this string. Like, I felt, you know, okay, I knew that that band was from Boston, and I kind of, you had a little string there, and you knew this one was from New York. You could kind of see, you know, as they toured, you'd be like, okay, well, hot water's coming up. They're gonna play with this band in North Carolina because that makes sense. Or you could kind of, you could almost see the relationships like you now looking up on Facebook, and you and I could see, oh, we have 19 mutual friends. Um, and I just, I, I've asked this a bunch of times, and I'm sure there's scenes going on right now that are underground and not, but they're all online. There's a, you and I could sure. sing right now and put it up on Bandcamp as soon as this podcast is over.
1: Absolutely, we could be on tour of all. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. And, it's and, crazy.
0: Yeah, and that's that sort of. I don't. I don't. I don't know if my brain would have been able to process it, but uh, you know, I I had enough with maybe seeing two shows a week in high school or college, and and connecting the dots that way. What if it's everything at once? I don't know how. I don't know how just, anyone I, can hear
1: anything. I can't even. I couldn't even process that. You know what I mean? Like. That's why it was always so cool like to 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 watch bands tour back then. It's just it, literally you get a phone call of, you know, a friend of a friend's like, oh yeah, well, <clears throat> blah, 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 the shows in his basement. You're going through Jersey next week. You should hit him up so you can get on a show. Yeah. You know, and like people would just put on shows for that touring band. You know, if Hot Water was coming through town and they, and they let you know, you'd be like, oh, let's fucking get a show together, you know. Who we put on the bill? Let's throw this on here, and kid that lives there's band, and then this, and that's the show.
0: And that kid's band probably turns into something huge because yeah. he's playing with these bands, and he's watching them, being like, "Well, holy shit, I'm I got to step up my game. We got to practice more." Or and it was that sort of bringing up the new bands too.
1: Totally, you're a legend because you played with Hot Water Music back in the day. You know, yeah. In <laughs> yeah, and then playing house. Yeah, and you
0: are, and they're and they're probably still telling people. <laughs> yeah. um I guess you know any favorite memories from you know those new brunswick shows i mean i mean it's i mean it's kind of a with lifetime having that song about it, it's like kind of set in stone or it's kind of in that time frame were there any that you know stuck out that you're like this is the greatest this is the greatest thing
1: i mean. Uh... I can't, there's so many, you know, I, just, yeah. I my friends from there, you know what I mean? From, from that scene and that whole thing. And I still, you know, I'm, that's how I met Save the Day. And then we ended up touring with Save the Day, you know, a couple of years later, you know, it's just, it. so much has come out of that, you know, it was such a cool, like fun place to be at the time. And it was, you know, it was safe and easy and like, you know, you bring a can of soup and you get a dollar off the show, you know, it's like, it's, it's cool stuff that, you know, that DIY thing, you know, it's instilled in you. You know, no matter what, even if you're, you know, playing for a gigantic boy band Guy and you still have that, that D.I.Y. mentality, you know, where it's fuck rock.
0: Yeah, I think uh another example that I, I always love is, you know, uh Chad from Shy Halud. Um, the only reason I listened to Newfound Glory was because it was him. And yeah. every show, and I always loved seeing New Found Glory, and I, it was like a special thing of being like, "Well, I fucking love Shy Lude, so let's do this." And every show, you could—he always threw it out to the hardcore kids in the house, or threw up straight a- like X's, and it just—I don't. It's like I don't think you know if you didn't come up like that, you're not. You don't remember the one dollar off food, not bomb show, or oh, totally, you know, so, yeah. and it, it's. It, I just. uh Will that happen again? And I, we can we can kind of talk in circles. But I just I love kind of thinking that it those moments are... I think the metal scene has a has a has a part of this too, um, because it kind of plays into hardcore. But just that doing that to me means the world.
1: That they oh totally, it. dude, it's awesome. It's awesome, especially if you, you. You know, if you started listening to new sound because of that, and that was always your connection, and that's not a bad connection to have, yeah. You know? Um,
0: And I think, too, from that era, the word emo, um, when was the first time you heard it?
1: Oh, jeez. I think I was driving to a show listening to Mineral. And then someone said... And and someone was like, oh, man, this is another one of those emo bands that you like. And I was like, what? (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) It's a dirty word, where I come from.
0: Do you do you think it's a dirty word?
1: Yeah, it sucked. That whole, man. That that thing that that kind of just lumps you into, you know, the, what you asked me before about like things being so same, same, samey. You know, I just hated. I just hated being part of that because we could, we you know, Thursday always got pigeonholed into that emo thing, but we would do it. You know, like I said, play a show that Converge, and the next day play a show with Dashboard. You, you know, we we would. I thought we could play with anybody. Yeah. You know? So what the hell is emo? What the hell's emo with that? <laughs> <laughs> do you do you do you still hate the word? Yeah, I think it sucks. I really do. Yeah. Rock bands are rock bands. Yeah. You know what I mean? There, there doesn't really have to be some sort of sub, sub genre. You know, a genre behind the genre behind the genre.
0: Yeah. And I think too that there's, it, it's then it was you know you could like all those things and it was just music it was the scene and then i feel like at a moment it turned into hair eyeliner and somehow they looked like goth kids and still to this day that you know I i have a google alert for until google shuts it down i have a google alert for emo and every day there's a yahoo question Um, That always pops up And it's someone asking You know Am I emo or not Can I use eyeliner Still to this day I think it's been 15 (laughs) years Of people And it's You know If it was MTV Or if it was a certain Bunch of bands And um, I don't know If we'll ever shake that uh, But but, Yeah I mean The word got Annihilated
1: Oh man It was It was It was awful It was awful Because it was almost um, Like You're a pussy Yeah you know, which, which always sucked. Yeah, it's a shitty word. And yeah. all, you know, like, the all music is der- derived from uh, emotion. You know, it has to be. If you're going to go up there and give 110% of everything you got to, a, uh, you know, a crowd of people that don't want to see you, then there's got to be an emotional connection. You know, you've had to feel something when you wrote it.
0: Yeah. Even, the, so, even fuck, the, that, even is that... Is
1: that that, that, <laughs> that agnostic, Emo.
0: <laughs> well, that if 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 hate breed and you had an emotional connection to Last Breath's breakdown, which I do, then I guess that's emo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally emo. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I can still listen to that record. I don't know about you. I I I, uh, can... they were, I mean, badass band. Yeah, did you guys play with them at all? Probably some yeah. fest, yeah.
1: Yeah, we played some fest and we did some uh, a couple of one-off shows with them too. Cuz they're so emo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um, yeah you know uh, what is it what what does it conjure up now do you do you follow any of the bands that are kind of the newer labels and the newer bands that now sort of try and sound like 1998
1: uh, not really not really you know <clears throat> a lot of them you know we, we, we toured with in day anyway or you know New days, I should say, you know, as as it was coming to an end. Um, don't I, I don't keep up with the uh, with the times. I mean, there's a lot of new bands that I like, but uh, as far as the the labels and the scenes go, I pay no attention.
0: Yeah, no, that that's fine. I, I I get you know emails of bands and this is happening and this and it's 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 so hard to keep up, um, even for this little subgenre. I can't even fathom you know getting emailed bandcamp links all day um if i worked for a publication or for a website i don't i couldn't even fathom um, yeah, dude I,
1: I couldn't even tell you man i couldn't even tell you what's the new you know leaps trend as yeah far as music, music goes.
0: so what what was you guys were a huge influence on bands um and I, I think still today there's a lot of bands that mention you guys um and your longevity was really admirable what was the common thread
1: to be honest, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just felt like we we tried to be these people, and uh, we we tried to write music that we believed in, and and music that we would listen to. You know, it wasn't it wasn't writing for an audience, or you know, to please anyone. I think it was just kind of doing it for the right reason, and I and I feel like, you know it's that whole like-minded thing, you know? And then people start bands, whether they started bands because of us, whether they start being a band because they hate us, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, a common thread.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. What was the height of the career in your, in your opinion? Like what was when you were like, this is, this is it. This is, this is the best.
1: Oh man, I remember being in the studio, uh, recording more all the time. And, uh, Foo Fighters people gave us a call and they're like, hey, we want you to come out on tour with us, like, you know, in a month's time or something like that. And we had to turn it down because we were still recording all the time. It was sick. Oh, my God, I'm so sick. Oh, we got to turn it down. What was the tour again? <laughs> Foo Fighters. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, we, I, dude, I, I almost, like, I almost fainted and then got up and fainted again because I was so excited. But then, you know, it, it was the kind of thing where we talked about it for like five minutes. Like, well, we should probably, you know, leave the studio, go do this tour and come back and finish the record. And it was just like, no, the record's more important. So I think it, in a way, this is the like of it. You know, being asked by the Foo Fighters to tour, but also it was kind of like, kind of like to actually like be like, well, no, this is, you know, writing this record is more important to us.
0: Yeah. And so actually, kind of a weird thing. Down.
1: Yeah it was kind of a really, really weird, you know, journey yeah. in, that, in, that, in that time. So.
0: That, that, that's awesome. Um, for the viewers, um, I don't know if you're going to hear this, but my neighbors are having sex, so we, we might hear some of this come through uh, if I apologize, um, but you might hear that. <laughs> <So>. Yeah, sick. <laughs> it's actually me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um uh, what was, you know, you mentioned kind of the, the best memory or the, the height of the career. Was there a best memory or is that kind of the, would that be kind of your best memory as Thursday?
1: Uh, man, there, there, there are a lot of memories. I mean, I remember, I remember finishing, finishing all the time and it was a really, you know, difficult record for me to record because it was like a lot of takes of each song and. I just remember finishing that and feeling really proud. Um, that was a really good memory. Um, I don't know, man. It's just, it's seeing kids walking around with Dove's tattooed on them.
0: Yeah. I you know that
1: always, I got a picture of my ship actually. the tattoo artist. And he's like, you'll never believe what happened today. Actually today I got the text message. He's like, I'm like, what? And he's like, check it out. And he sent me a picture of a dove tattooed. on a kid's, kid's chest today. No way. Yeah. Today. You know, I'm like, evolved, you know, that's what I'm saying Back then But that's, like still today
0: That's what I'm saying You I think you guys I mean I'm sure you know this But I'm kind of from I mean I was I've been in I've been on the label side And you know Seeing all these bands But like now looking out And kind of Looking at it as a full circle And talking to these Younger ba- younger kids And bands You guys are on that list you know, for bands that they they're like, Well you know, the their older brother tells them, they're like, Alright, well you gotta listen to Texas, you gotta listen to third it's like you guys are on that list. I think that's that's something that's I don't know, I you you can't even I think that's the best part.
1: <laughs> you you could tell me that every single day of the week, you know, and I would still have a heart it still doesn't really one hundred percent register, you know? Yeah. It's a crazy, it's a crazy, thing. I always appreciate it when people say that, but it's, it's hard to process. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because what we were doing was important to us, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like, it was what was going on in, 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 in that time for us, you know, we weren't trying to do anything. We weren't trying to reinvent the wheel, you know? So it's just crazy that just, you know, kind of doing something out of your own, you know, your own heart and feelings kind of resonates with other people. It's, it's kind of wild.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think there's a lot of people that, you know, definitely do that. And, um, I hope one day you'll, you know, be like, okay, this is, I, I get it now. Cause, um, I think everyone on the podcast that listens and, and can just say, you know, you you rattle off five to ten bands from that time period, and you guys are listed. Um, It's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) It's so crazy. (laughs) I guess, you know, too, from, um, you know, you guys were, oh, wow, they're both going at it, Um, uh, uh, you know, Eyeball, to Victory, to Island, to Epitaph, you guys had a bunch of labels, big and small. Um, Yeah. What were some, you know, uh, not to be too broad, but were there sort of common things that you felt or, you know, certain times where you're like, Jesus, this is, this is not good.
1: (laughs) I mean, there definitely, I mean, there was, there's a very ups and extreme downs and, uh, you know, uh, eyeball was a great label, you know, Alex was one of our great friends, still one of my great friends, you know, um, so that that was a good time. And then we moved on to victory and victory. I mean, they, they got the records up to the stores you know, and whatnot, and that was all well and good, but man, they were, they were. That was yeah, a really hard time in our lives dealing with that, uh, with that label. You know, it was just not to go into it too much, but it was, it was a horror. Yeah, it was a total absolute nightmare. Does it have um, to? Do, our, well, I was just going to
0: say, you guys, I know that there, there was some whoopee cushions to promote full collapse, right?
1: Oh God, I hated that. This, this in the world and it, it was done behind our backs the what they they were it was done behind our backs wow you know we would have never said oh yeah let's do a whoopee cushion it'll be awesome this is a great promotion tool it's like no it's not it's a bag of hair yeah oh wow um but then you know so that we we got out of that that shit contract and, and moved on the island and that was just a whole different world you know Going to the major label world and people kind of, you know, oh, sell out, You went to a major label, this and that. I was like, well, first of all, we had to. Yep. Because that was the only way our contract was. We could go. we couldn't stay on this, you know, on on Victory anymore because it wasn't treating us well. Um, and, and and during that time, it was there was couldn't put out your own records. It just didn't it, it didn't make sense. You know, it wasn't really a thing, so we had to. And um, it was actually a pretty good experience uh, at first on a major label. You know, people were cool. They treated you nice. Know, they gave you a whole, you know, spiel. Yeah. You know, how awesome you are. Oh, man. You know, it's like, you guys are the next Molly Crew. Thrice is the next, uh, you know, Guns <laughs> N' Roses. And the U's are, you know, I swear to God, the U's are like, you know, the next Leopard. You know, it's like that kind of shit. Which, <laughs> it was, it's, I I could do shows when when people said that I was like, Ugh.
0: Yeah. That's funny. Was it was Terrible.
1: it was it radio guys saying that? Oh yeah, it was it was like, yeah, some of the radio guys and also some of the some of the you know the people that you meet at the label that, you know, I'm like, not your A and R guy, but your A and R guy's buddy who's the A and R guy. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's oh awesome. yeah man, fucking A to Thursday, yeah, fucking my <laughs> crew check me out, ah, you know. Yeah. Let's go do drugs. Yeah, God. Take you to the strip club, sick.
0: I can't believe that that was still, you know. I mean, I'm sure it still
1: goes on. Yeah, I'm sure it does, too. But that that was when, you know, when people had money. Well, and
0: I actually just want, you know, as you're kind of talking about the labels, at that kind of island time, wasn't it like everyone was running to sign anything that said post-hardcore.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, that was, it was like, oh, man, if you don't sign this band, you're fired. Yeah. You know, like, you somebody's got to get them. I don't even know what they sound like, but you got to get them. <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> that, was, yeah, that, totally, was, totally weird. that was a weird time. Because all yeah. these bands that I loved were getting signed, and I was like, I don't think this is what they know like they don't write hooks like it's not that thing and I don't know
1: it was weird it's totally weird man it was it, it totally was seriously like if I don't sign you guys, I'm going to leave my job because my boss told me I had to because <laughs> this new hot genre you know this hardcore emo genre you know so but then you know then moving on to something mm-hmm. like Tap was awesome you know
0: yeah, those everybody guys work
1: there is awesome. They know what they're doing, you know, they are they're you know they don't throw money at you like, you know, and 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 they hang out with you, you know what I mean? It's like that's more powerful than anything is is knowing your band and actually having a love for your band and you know, taking me to the office. You know the we went there they made they everybody took the day off and we had a barbecue at the office. That's know, awesome. Just of that kind of thing. Yeah, it was rad. You know, you feel like a part of a team rather than just a cog in the wheel, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Um, I felt that it when I was at Equal Vision. You know, it was like you knew the bands personally. You knew their girlfriends. You knew, you know, about them. And it was easier. Yes, it was personal, but you still had that understanding of, hey, this is a big decision. We need to make this for the right reasons. And it wasn't, you know, because uh, someone's, you know, rent check or, you know, paying someone totally. thing.
1: thing. So. Everyone was a human, too, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, you know, I felt like there was a lot of times where you looked at a uh, product. Yeah. You know, where it's like, you fall into the, well, this is the band, so treat them like band dude. You know, it takes people to make up a band, obviously. And, you know, it's like, that's kind of what ATAP did, is they, you know, cause they knew us each on a personal level.
0: <laughs> you guys were always collaborating with rad bands or playing shows. Like, I mean, the, the Envy split was amazing. Like, you know, you guys felt that you kind of were a connector. And I always thought that Thursday, they're, oh, they're they're friends with everyone. Um, is that how you guys felt? I mean, it just, you know, it was like whatever show it was, you guys were there. Um, or you knew this band or Jeff was such a good, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, the times that I've hung with him, it was like you find out you have 10 mutual friends and you've been at the same shows. And it just seems like you guys were like that in the, in the scene. Well, thanks,
1: man that's that's awesome to hear because we definitely like i like we talked about before I mean, that whole thing of of when we when we they get up to do our own tours and bring out the bands that we liked, you know, like me without you and minus the bear, you know it's like you you we try to be the connector, you know what I mean, we try to expose people to different kinds of music, you know because i I don't know we always try to be good news, you know what I mean we tried real hard to, to wear our hearts on our sleeves and not be, you know, get catch with attitudes.
0: Yeah, and it's like you know, every have, five bands it sounded like Thursday. You don't
1: want to do that. You want to play with other bands as a band. Totally, <laughs> totally, because we like music. You know what I mean? We don't, we don't, we didn't want to just do it because it was cool. You know, we actually enjoyed doing it and enjoyed connecting with an audience and, and also enjoy touring and, and meeting other bands and being on the road with other bands because when you're on a two-month tour, you know, and you wake up every morning at the venue, and all you see are, are your band members, your crew, and the other bands. You gotta you you can, either, you can either be a dick and isolate yourself, or you know, just be you and and make friends, because that's that's your life at that at that point in um, time. The bus or the van is your home, you know, and those are your friends. It's a lot. It's a lot easier to be a, a nice person than it is to be a dick. It that, takes a lot of a uh, clever, clever shit to be a dick. And uh, I, no, I'm not too clever. Anymore. I
0: think it's harder to be a
1: dick. It's it's like uh-huh. you
0: you have to go out and be like, well, I'm not gonna fucking stay for them. Or, it's like if you're just nice, it seems the conversations are easier. The 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 load in, the load out. It just seems, and of course, maybe like you know, like a warp tour, it's. You know you're nice to everybody. Wow, you just made 50 bands friends, and that's going to okay. help you next year.
1: <laughs> it, it was funny because we would always rap like, "Oh man, you guys are so much more fun than I thought you were going to be." Because you, you know, your records are all kind of like sad and moody. You guys <laughs> seem all serious. You know, and then like I come strolling up with like fucking unwear on and knee socks. You know, go <laughs> like, to the gig, bro. We'll do this. You're know? like, oh man, you know. Who thought you'd be like, oh, like, you know, sad and razor blade, you know? Oh, God, you know, what was me. But, you know, so it was funny to initially have people think that and then be like, oh, wow, you did of totally not like that.
0: You're yeah. Like a goofball. <laughs> You're a bunch of goofballs. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think some of those, you know, I think some of those warp Tours, you know, you mentioned the used and my chem and it just, I don't were there any moments where you like, this is going to end really soon?
1: <laughs> oh, dude, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, fuck. there was, there was a couple of bleak times where, you know, yeah, it's, it's a revolving door. You know, you're, you're in, you know, quote unquote, in one minute and the next minute you're, you're dust, you know? And that's, that's hard when, you know, cause when you're, when you're, touring and you know, playing for, you know, say two thousand people a night, you know, you're you are you are making good money and you got the label in you, but two years later you could be doing the same tour in the same buildings for less people and there's no funding, so you still have the same overhead, you know, you're Yeah. With the ticket sales, you know, so it's 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 hard. You know, it's it's that's the thing about music. You hit a high point and then there's nowhere to go but down. You know slowly, but surely you're gonna you're gonna you're
0: pretty funny. with 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 you guys, I mean, yeah, there was definitely a peak, and you talking and obviously when you guys ended, I mean there was so much support, and I just remember the outpouring of people like you know flying in for the shows and kind of you know doing those sort of last things, but thinking before that those last tours before you're like, all right, we're done did you kind of you did everyone kind of feel that you're like, all right, well, this is obviously. You know, yes, there's fans here. Yes, there's people here. But you could kind of tell—was it the you know less people showing up, or?
1: Yeah, man, we we definitely could tell. You know, and it's it's it was sad. You know, it's it's no fun to to to, to show to a venue and you know and just see. I mean, we'll play for five people plus 500 people. It doesn't really matter, but yeah. it does. It does turn into something where it's like, you know, money turns into an issue as far as you know. Like, well, how are we going to pay for this? Like, oh, you know, it's like, we, we can't. It sucks. It sucks because it, it almost turns it into a job. So, yeah, yeah as, it, as it as it, it kind out. of
0: went down, it, it, it turned into a job.
1: Yeah, because you're constantly trying to think about how to keep above water. You know, what what production can we cut so we can make a little extra money on the, so we can afford to do, you know, it's next or something like that. And it turns into, like, you know, a game of, like, moving money around. You know and, and trying to cut things and you know and we we were never a band that was trying to skimp on transport support band or anything like that so it's it's yeah, it's yeah
0: yeah and the you know when you guys stopped was it everyone you know you can say yes or no to these questions but it's like when you guys stopped was it you know mutual decision like all right you know let's do these things and then this is it um was it like was everyone on board and
1: yeah, I mean, for the most part, uh, yeah, everyone was on board. I mean, some of us more than others, you know, and I think for for all of us in one way, shape, or form, it was kind of a relief in a way. Um, not that we were happy about it, but it was just like, it's such a big part of your life. Like, there's a, I remember when we stopped being, being a band, and I was just, I remember talking to my mom and be like, shit, I don't belong anymore. You know, I was always Tucker since Thursday. You know, I always yeah, but like I belonged to something. You know, I was like, "Fuck, man, that's that's done." Like now, I'm just now, I just got to be me. You yeah, know, I
0: don't have
1: to fuck through. You know, my my dudes behind me anymore. It's like they have different lives.
0: You know, it. it I mean, yeah, it must have been like I'm. I mean, it's, 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 it's a weight off your shoulders, but then also like, wow, I have to kind of start over if I want to play yeah. and do stuff.
1: And the only reason why it was a weight off the shoulders is because like, wow, now I have time to do the things I always wanted to do that I never really could because this huge office thing in my life was, was taking up, you know, the time, you know, and I loved having time taken up by that. That was great. definitely you know, other things that we all wanted to do that we just couldn't there was no time, you know. You couldn't get a job because you'd be, you know, on tour for seven months out of the year, out of the year, and you'd be home for a week here and a week there. And what are you gonna do? Like have a boss and be like, "Oh yeah, can I just get a job here for like four days? I'm <laughs> gonna leave for two months, and I'm gonna come back for another week, and then I can work then too."
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, it's, it didn't. It, it's just nice, not conducive. That's why money became an op, uh, a uh, you know, a point of contention is because we couldn't make enough on the road and we couldn't make any at home. Yeah. You know, cause there was, there was no time for it. It was such a big part of our lives and it took up so much time and so much space, you know, that it it just became like, fuck man, this is the only thing right now.
0: Yeah. Now with, you know, I mean, no band breaks up. Um, um, we've known that with refused and, bunch of other stuff. Uh, uh, do you guys, do you guys, I mean, I, you, I've been, I've read and you guys are still friendly and kind of rooting for each other and all the bands. Um, do you guys leave the door open or is it that indefinite hiatus word that, you know, un- until the new website rolls
1: out and do you guys have a show? I mean, the door, the door is definitely open. Uh, it's just a matter of time. You know, it's, 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 it's we luckily, we left it while we loved it and we loved each other. You know, yep. There was no animosity. There was no like, fuck this. I'm not doing this shit anymore. You know, it was, it was on good terms. It was like, we had to, we had to, you know, So what do they say with love? You know, you got to set it free. And if it comes back, it's, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of that thing. We left on a good note. And, you know, the door is always going to be open. It's always going to be who we are. and You know?
0: Yeah. There.
1: I mean, changed too, you know, it was therapeutic for me, you know. I think
0: that's awesome. I think that's what any fan, including myself, would want to hear. It's that it left a good way and and you sort of never know. Um, and I also love that you guys are still playing music um, and still doing it and still it's just, it's sort of ingrained um, in you guys, and um, I'd love to talk about some of the stuff you've been doing since. Um, sure, you mentioned you know the hired gun for the for for the wanted. Um, I think that's awesome, and yeah, totally uh, sick. Like, what's had that come about? I'm sure you probably told the story a hundred times, but I'd love to kind of hear it. Like, and you know, what do you like most about it?
1: I mean, well, it came about because uh, you know, speaking of labels and whatnot. I remained friends with uh, you know somebody that we worked with uh, in the Thursday days on Island, uh, Eric, and they ended up when Thursday was like you know kind of slowing down. I was like, hey man, like look me, you know, think about me if there's any anything comes your way, like studio work or or you know session work, anything like that, or a band needs a drummer, you know, hired gun thing. He's like, all oh, right, yeah man, I'll, I'll totally totally hit you up. I get a call, like, the next week, and he's like, dude, he's like, what are we doing in three days? And I was like, uh, I, I don't know, nothing. And he's like, I need you to fucking put together a band, everybody has to live in New York City, put together a you know, guitar player and a bass player, and I need you to do this, uh, uh, what do you call it, a showcase for Ireland, of this band. And I was like, no I was like, in three days, he's like, yeah, this show's an hour long, I was like, well, what kind? Of, what's the band called? He's like The Wanted. So like, I was playing in Murphy's Law at the time and 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 shit like that. So I was thinking, okay, like punk band. You yeah. know, yeah, I got I got to go pick out some some dudes for playing a punk band. You know, learn whatever, how many ten songs for an hour show, punk music. So I was like, all right, yeah, man, like I'll do it. And I was like, well, what 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 do they sound like? Are they a punk band? He's like, no, dude, He's like they're a boy band. Oh shit. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. So we and I was like, Alright, well I'll still do it. And I remember getting off the phone with him and I was at a primitive weapons show. Yep. Uh in, in the city. And after the after the show was over I was like, I pulled Eric aside the bass player. I was like, dude, I got an opportunity for us. I was like, do
0: you wanna make
1: a couple you know, a couple bucks and play in boy band with me? He's like, Fuck it, absolutely not. Oh wow. And I was like, All right man, I was like and I was like, well, think about it, dude. You know, let me know. And he got back to me like an hour later. He's like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> and we're still doing it today. And imagine if he said no, he would have been kicking himself in the ass. Yeah. But, and then I got Brian Neve as well from From On to Ashes to play guitar. We've always been trying to, you know, somehow do music together. And we both like the process. And, you know, he he's a really good songwriter, you know. You know, hardcore and pop. Yeah, you know? he's he's good.
0: At that stuff, so well, I I love the sort of correlation to it because I always thought this stuff was really hooky. Like that's why I always wondered when these bands weren't signed. I'm like, these songs are so catchy. You know, from this era. Like, what? How is no one hearing this? And it that you guys had that in you?
1: <laughs> it's, it's weird, man. It was just kind of like bending the rules a little bit. You know? Yeah. Um.
0: Well, what what, what do you like? What do you like most about it?
1: You know, to be honest with you, like I was saying before, but Thursday being such a big part of my life and such a big undertaking. You know, I like this half of it because I still get to play drums. I'm getting paid to play drums, but I also don't have to like worry about the stuff that I have to worry about Thursday, like how many people are coming to the show? You know, what's the guest list like? You know, did we get everything on our ride? Or, you know, what, what t-shirt design is going to look cool? You know, I don't have to think about any of that. I just show up. You know, I show up and act pro and do a pro job, and then afterwards, you know, it's it's that's what I like about it. Is it's it's it's, it's got to be incredibly precise on stage because everything is too like, you know, obviously the genome and there's tracks and whatnot. So it's got to be super pro and slick. But uh, at the end of the day, it's 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 really really easy as far as you know not having to worry about all that stuff
0: you can that you just have focus to worry on about drumming. in a bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's your job is to go and and do the gig. Yeah,
0: and what did uh you? I mean, you must be getting. I mean, with doing that something that precise. Yes, you know every band, and you have to play the song, but it's like these. It's like you are to if it's a click track, or you know, you're playing to these things. Did you feel like you're you're getting better as a drummer?
1: I mean, I think I'm getting better um, at the stress of, of of the whole thing. You know, especially with you know it's been. Yeah, fifty percent as big as television, which is terrifying. Um, but I feel like I feel like I've, I've I've learned how to deal with that kind of pressure, and uh, I think that's to be better. You know, as far as just being able to to, to step up and be like, do pro, yeah, this it. job. Do you have to do it perfectly? You know, whether the cameras on or the cameras off. You know, and, and that's that's a crazy thing because your palms sweat. Some people have a hard time even talking when when the red light of the camera goes
0: on. You know? Yeah. Um you I mean I just remembered uh I think you probably know her uh, Samantha Maloney that was in Shift. I was a huge fan of that yeah. and um oh, awesome. she's the one of she's the reason I'm in the music industry actually. She helped me connect with a bunch of people and when I was coming out of college and um they she, you know she would call me and say, "Hey, I'm playing with Hall or I'm playing with Motley Crue." And it's just crazy to see, you know see her like being able to like make faces or like you know mess around on the stage in front of 20,000 totally. people playing she's such a rad person too. And, and playing like a crew song it's like yeah. that where i was just like she she is in the moment like nothing yeah. is gonna mess yeah. with her
1: <laughs> she did it she's a fucking slut, you know? yeah um yeah she's rad man a drummer and just a really nice person i remember meeting her uh you know, maybe 2005 at, at Reading or Leeds or something. And just being like, Oh my God, the Maloney. Yeah. And I just, I I walked over and I was like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. We talked about like shift and uh, it was just awesome. You know, she's total, total, you know, awesome girl.
0: Yeah. It just, I just think, you know, being able to, you know, she had, you know, the band kind of ended, it was, you know, on the downswing and then being able to get asked and do these things and still, Drum and still be a part of it. I bet she has the same feeling you kind of did.
1: Oh, and maintaining capacity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which she did it like a champ. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. You can't be a low life and play drums for Motley Crue. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah. That was some.
0: Those were. I mean, I think. I think I saw the show in New Jersey, and you know, we ended up going backstage and like hanging. It was just like. This is so surreal, you know. You're thinking you just, <laughs> yeah. you think you just see this person at a VFW hall, and now you're at you totally.
1: <laughs> you're yeah, gonna... five years ago she's playing and playing with Shift, you know. Yeah. Well, not five years ago, probably 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Now she's she's at an arena, 20,000 people <laughs> freaking out, yeah. naked people dancing everywhere, you know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um, what 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 band um would you want to
1: see every day for the rest of your life? i Motley probably. Really? <laughs> uh, I mean, I definitely, uh, if I could have it my way, I would just, I mean, I'll watch Dillinger. Which one? Dillinger Escape Plan. I think they're the, one of the best fucking live bands on the planet. Oh, hell yeah. You know, and a uh, good, good bunch of dudes and it's a really sick band. And, uh, their new record just came out, what, yesterday? and Have you taken a listen to it? I haven't. It is out of control.
0: I will listen to that at work tomorrow so no one will knock on my door.
1: <laughs> yes. Play as loud as you can so everyone stays away from it. <laughs> so, yeah, mean, just, just in terms of, of you know, the, the, the audio and the visual, right, it would be Dillinger.
0: We talked about a little bit earlier about, you know, kind of the current state and you kind of not really, you know... Uh, you know, not necessarily paying attention, but you're just kind of focused on your thing and 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 your bands. I think that's kind of, um, I, th- I think that's cool. You're kind of not affected by a lot of things, and you're kind of doing it again without being an influenced by the outside, which is what you kind of did when you grew up. You're like, I do only really know these bands, and by this Victory magazine that I got, and that was it. Um, yeah. Uh, with with the new band, get get involved. Um, what are you guys? What's what was your kind of motivation behind it and you know, what what's kind of uh, some kind of your plans for the next year?
1: Well Todd and I, uh Brian talk, uh I've been Buds for, you know, for fifteen years. Twelve fifteen years, something like that. And we've always wanted some to music together. Same with Brian. Brian Denise. Uh same same i him just as long as I've known Todd. And we've always wanted to do, to do something. And um so it was this 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 opportunity came up, uh Todd called me, he's like, Yo, hey, uh I wanna start a hardcore band, I want you to be in it. And I was like Um So we got Lars from Judge and uh Derek Derek Carr who used to be in uh uh the Stark and, and he's singing a band called Generals and Majors. Just really great front man, like goes nuts, he's awesome. Um but as we were writing the music it it went from hardcore into just, you know, and it's a cool, another direction, you yeah, know, so it's totally not hardcore, but it's it's played by a bunch of hardcore dudes. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, we threw that around a lot, you know, when we started and, and, and people were like, oh, so they got a hardcore band. And then we put out a song that we we just kind of recorded in practice and people like, it's not fucking hardcore. <laughs> yeah. So we learned very quickly to be like, oh, well, I guess we're well, we're not a hardcore band anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Don't say that
0: word, emo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i am totally going to start that rumor. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the uh, so you know what do you got? What, what do you like about it? Is it just you know another thing where you can just kind of you're still playing and you can still be involved? Like, what, what do you guys want to do um, in the next year? Do you have a? You guys have a record coming or is why am I? Oh, well, you did the we Kickstarter.
1: Just, uh, yeah, we just got back from. Uh, uh, we were in, uh, where the hell is it? Venice Beach, uh, recording with Ross Robinson. We did, uh, four songs, I uh, just back last week from that. And, uh, so that was quite an experience because Ross is a genius and he pushes you to your, you know, your maximum. And, uh, so that was, that was awesome. And it's actually, I think, going to be a little bit more serious than we intended. Wow. So, yeah. That's awesome. So it's, it's, it's pretty, it's, I mean... To be honest with you, I haven't even heard the, the, the uh, you know I've only heard the drum tracks and the bass tracks. I haven't heard any of the vocals or any of the guitars really because Brian and I had to leave to go to uh, land. Um, so I should be getting a mix of it sometime this week. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked, but apparently it's it's pretty sick. Awesome. I can say that because I haven't heard it yet
0: yeah but still you know you're excited <laughs>
1: about it and I think that's I'm totally excited I love and it, that like I said man I, it started out as like oh yeah man we'll, we'll do it. it'll be fun man we'll do it on the side it'll be cool we'll get old men playing hardcore music you know but like you know doing this and, and being with Ross and you know, you know being with those dudes you know in the beach and it was, it was just awesome it was an awesome awesome experience and it, like i said it took a turn for the for the more you know well this is this is a real thing now well you know, Look, you know just,
0: uh, it came from the right place it was you guys didn't come at it being like all right we're gonna write the hookiest shit right now and try and do the it was the, it was just can we just get in a room and play and i just totally. I, I love that how that that's that's what happens and i and it seems to be common through all the things you've done. It just came from what you wanted to do.
1: Yeah, it's heavy as hell. It's super heavy, and it's it's so funny to have, like, you know, both from playing in a boy band one day to flying to a to the beach to record really heavy songs to a game plane to go play boy band, band again. You know, yeah, insane. You know, and it's nice to get out of the systems. You know whether, whether it turns out good or not. It's 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 very therapeutic. You know.
0: Yeah, and I mean this leads into the. It's funny. My next question: Do you see yourself making music? And this is kind of your your calling, and you're right. Right now, this is what you're feeling.
1: Oh, dude, absolutely. I, I don't I don't know what else I'd be doing. I don't know where I would have ended up had I not had had I not done this. Yeah. You know, and not be such a big part of my life for the past you know thirteen, fourteen years. Yeah. You know the people I met. You know my girlfriend. You know the whole the whole thing. It's it's all connected because of that.
0: No, I think I think too. The you know it, I was thinking back to that 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 same thing. It's like you were at that show and you were excited, and it and it and it led to this thing. What if you didn't go? You know, what if you you know turned the other way? So I I just love that it. Well,
1: what I, if, and what what if I never flicked on 120 minutes? You know, 15 years ago, and saw thing. Yeah. That's another. That's another big thing for me. It was like that band, that drummer Alan Cage. He was everything to me. You know, it was like I'm going to play drums just like this guy.
0: Wow, that's awesome.
1: I have to do this. this is what I need to do. You know. Yeah. It hasn't stopped.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. And then, are there still things that, that that you want to do that you haven't?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I want to. I really want to get, get involved out on tour. I want to get I Hate Our Freedom out on tour. Um, I would love to do a, do a you know, like uh either I Hate Our Freedom or get involved with uh, people with new bands, Fixing and Kingdoms, and and maybe, uh, you know, United Nations, you know, just to get, keep the, the, you know, just everybody that we're still bros, and, you know, that we can tour together even if it's in different bands, you know. Um, it's, uh, yeah, there's definitely there's definitely things I want to do, people I want to play with, you know, just, uh, settle on the journey, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I guess,
0: given all the experience, um, someone listening out, you know, to this, like, what would you tell them starting today? Like, what, what what would you tell them as they're walking by guitar center and figuring out what they want to buy or, um, they've, they've got it and got their buddies together. What, what, what would you tell them?
1: It's, it's worth it. Yeah. It's just worth it. You know, even if you, even if you don't, do it professionally, even if you just do it and you play one show, you know, it's like you'll always remember it, you know. It's it's really it really is worth it. You know, the people you meet, you know, and I just don't know how I would have gone about my life a different way. Thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate it. That was fun.